Have you ever wondered what it means to really have a deep prayer life? Have you ever just wanted to get to a place where you know that you just touched God? Well, today here on Kingdom Voices, we have a very special guest. We're excited to hear what she has to say and to share with us her walk. Stay tuned. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good, and you? Good. So earlier, you were just talking about all the noises you make on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how I can hear them all. But mm-hmm. I'm the one doing the editing. That's okay. That's okay. You just have to learn to look past it. What? Because I can't help it. I have to breathe. I have to swallow my spit. <laughs> I have Don't. to drink sometimes. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for today's Me podcast. Too. Uh, I know that our last uh, podcast was about communication, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to roll right into that, right. right? Because that's what we're talking about today again. Mm-hmm. But instead of communication on the With horizontal level, right. right? We're talking vertical now. We're talking mm-hmm. from earth to heaven yes. and touching heaven. And so we're excited. You want to you want to introduce her and give us tell us a little bit about your So this is one of my very best friends that um I met about I don't know, we've been in this church for like 10 years about. Yeah. And she is somebody that I look up to. Um I always tell people she's the nicest person you'll ever meet. <laughs> and I just I really look up to her as a prayer warrior and she used to do Friday prayer um, for the ladies in the morning and she's just such an inspiration and I don't know how she knows how to say all the right things and you know watching her pray and worship it's just it's just it's just ah (laughs) it's just like I want to be like that I aspire to be like that but I know she wasn't always like that which is why I wanted to put her on here so she can if if, if we saw her right now she'd She'd probably be beat red. Yeah. Blushing. Yeah, she probably is. And yeah, she's she... probably like, oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so oh who, my who, goodness. who are we talking about? I would like to introduce my very good friend, Brooke. Brooke. Hi, Brooke. All hey, right. guys. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> Thank you for good joining morning. us. Thank you for having me. And yes. you're right. My and, face is red. And uh, <laughs> I just fell into my chair. <laughs> uh, just, we're just talking as friends. But just, yeah. you know. I really wanted to come on here because, you know, our podcast is about Jesus and prayer is so important. And you're the first person that came to my mind. Um, That's in my, you know, circle of friends that um, I really, you just, I don't know, you just like touch heaven every time. (laughs) And I just, I feel it. I know it. I've seen it. So. Yeah. And even at church, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when I would see her up on the platform, Mm -hmm. her and her husband and even her daughter, I mean, the the impact that she has had on her daughter has uh, been powerful. So just. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like your history a little bit. Um, you don't have to go into too much detail, but just tell yeah. us what you want us to know about you. Sure. Um, I'm 45, and growing up, we weren't really in church. I think I was around 10 years old. Uh, my parents started going to this little Southern Baptist church. 
Um, and I, I got saved and accepted Jesus as my Savior. My brother and I were baptized at the same time in the titles. Um, just um, not really knowing anything, coming from a background of nothing at that age and experienced Jesus for the first time. Um, fast forward just a few years, my mom is like ladies president of this little Baptist church. And <laughs> so they're going to do a study on the book of Acts. And um, my mom gets the revelation of Jesus' name baptism oh, wow. and is going to teach this to the ladies group. Um, unbeknownst to all of us, my stepdad actually grew up in a Pentecostal church, baptized in Jesus' name, full of the Holy Ghost. Hmm. He wasn't living it. He was backslid at the time. And when my mom got this revelation and was telling him about it, he's like, Oh my goodness, Sandy, this is what I grew up with. <laughs> what are you doing? It caused a huge stir at the church, of course, because that's not what the church believed. Mm -hmm. And my dad at that time started going to a Pentecostal church. So mm. here's our family. We're split up at this point. Uh, Mom and all the kids go to the Baptist church. Dad's going to the apostolic church. And the, the, the trouble starts. You know, she starts to teach the lessons, gets to Acts chapter 2, and explains about her revelation. And um, she tells the story, it's her story, not my story, that she's driving to church. We're all going on a Sunday morning to church. And God told her, spoke to her, that as a family, we need to be together. Mm, Whatever wow. that looks like, we need to be together. And she knew that was really God telling her to go to church with my dad. Right. Together as a family. And so that's kind of how we got into the apostolic church. Um, a beautiful church in Orange, Texas, where I grew up. Um, I didn't actually get the Holy Ghost at the church. I got invited to youth camp. Uh, the first night of youth camp, if you've never been to youth camp, um, I was unprepared for youth camp <laughs> right? and the, the spirit of God and the amount of people there uh, just blew my mind. <laughs> I received the Holy Ghost the very first night. I knew nothing about speaking in tongues. I knew nothing about what was happening. I just was so hungry and so desperate for God. Mm -hmm. um, and it was something different. I had never experienced that in my life and it was so real. Right. Um, at the end of the week, my brother received the Holy Ghost at the same youth camp. And so we go home. My mom doesn't have the Holy Ghost. My dad has prayed back through. And now we're trying to get my mom <laughs> on board with everybody. <laughs> and uh, she's really fighting it. Uh, my brother gets baptized and I made a commitment. I said, God, I want to be baptized with my mom. We prayed for three years and my mom finally received the Holy Ghost during a wonderful revival. And uh, her and I were baptized together when I was 16 years old. So about two years, two or three years after I'd received the Holy Ghost, mm. baptized in Jesus name together. And that's kind of the start of my journey as far as coming into the apostolic church. Yeah. I met my wonderful husband 27 years ago. Uh, he's a Holy Ghost man, filled man, <laughs> and uh, loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. And our daughter is graduating from high school in a few weeks. And we're just walking this thing out. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a lot like. Your story, Danielle, where yeah. uh, I was backslidden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Because right. your stepdad and then the kids yeah. got the Holy yeah. Ghost, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That is very similar. I didn't even think about that. It is. So, yeah, I know that there was uh, a time that you had said. I know you had testified at church that there was a time when you were felt like a fraud, a fake, as far yes. as praying and stuff. Yes. So once you could tell us a little bit about that, like how you're, how you came about with, um, 
feeling like the fraud (laughs) that you were, I think you were, were you doing ladies prayer at that time? I had started ladies prayer. Right. And just out of a desire to learn how to pray really, because I was feeling like lost and not sure what was going on or how to even do it well, you know? Right. So yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about how you um, felt like the fraud and how you came to not be a fraud. Okay. Like it's it's really six or seven years ago. That's kind of where my story is. Prayer, um, you know, I feel like our life is like seasons. It's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. There's a rhythm to how it works. And uh, six or seven years ago, sitting on an apostolic pew, but I was, I would say I was backslidden sitting in the church. Mm -hmm. I was going through all the motions and I had been at it long enough that I knew what it was supposed to look like, like what I'm supposed to look like, what worship looks like, just apathetic, not, not really doing all the pieces. You know, I was again, faithful to church, coming to church, but not really, I wasn't praying. I wasn't reading the word. I, I, a fraud, Mm -hmm. honestly, a fraud. I was looking the part, but not living the part or or doing all the right pieces that makes this life successful. Mm -hmm. And, um, what happened, what always happens, what makes you pray? Something terrible happens. Right. (laughs) Life kicks you in the face, literally. And so when I explained it to the church, I gave my testimony a few years ago. It was like the devil kicked our front door down. Mm. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. Nobody was there defending our home. I wasn't praying. Uh, Again, just walking through the motions. And it's somebody else's testimony to share, my daughter's testimony to share what happened to her. But at that moment, imagine a 13-year-old going through all the stuff that 13-year-olds go through Mm -hmm. and how it destroys our family. My marriage was in a little bit of trouble. We weren't connecting. Just all the stuff. Life was happening to us Mm -hmm. and we had no prayer with it. And I got desperate. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Um, my good friend Sherry said, let's do this Bible study together. Mm-hmm. We were doing a couple of Bible studies before that. If you don't have a Bible study partner, get one. Mm-hmm. It will change your life. Right, it will. Um, we started reading Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. It has been a life-changing book for me. It has a 40-day uh, prayer challenge. And Sherry and I started doing that together. Mm-hmm. At the same time, all of this was happening in my own home. My good friend, my bestest friend, uh, <laughs> ran away from home is how I describe it. Yeah. And uh, that's her testimony to share. But on day 39 of our prayer session, she came back to church. Aww, she came that was nice back her. as a result of those prayers and uh, refilled and is here. And I love you and I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Thank um, you. But, <laughs> Um, I can't believe you place, didn't name that. <laughs> I didn't name a name. I didn't name any names. Um, but so during that 40-day prayer time is really when I felt like a fraud. Mm-hmm. I was trying to lead ladies' prayer, but I wasn't really having a prayer life Monday through Thursday. I'd come on Friday. I prayed on Wednesday at church. I prayed on Sunday at church. But I had no connection in between, all the time in between. Right. And so very weak as a Christian and in my mind. And I kept saying, like, I would sit in my car before I would go into ladies prayer and I would be like, God, I'm such a fraud. They're going to see right through me. Whatever I say, they're going to be like, yeah, right. This is our (laughs) great leader leading us in prayer. She has no power. She has no authority in Jesus name because she doesn't know what she's doing. And so I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm day five or seven into this 40 day prayer challenge. Mm -hmm. 
which is a challenge because if you weren't praying and now you're trying to pray every day oh, for yes. 40 days in mm-hmm. a row, <laughs> yes. you're like, uh, it's hard. So I would go into my little prayer spot every morning that I had set aside for this. I had my journal, my Bible. I, I would get down there. I would pray my guts out, all the words <laughs> I had. And I would look at the clock and it'd be like seven minutes. And I'd be like, good grief. You went through two like, pages of notes in seven oh minutes. My, like seriously, <laughs> it, it would be the most ridiculous feeling. Well, and know how it feels I, to be a preacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, there's no more words. And it's been seven minutes. Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> And so just, I had a desire and I said to God, help me, mm-hmm. help me. I don't want to be a fraud. I don't want these feelings anymore of inadequacy. And really it's just the enemy, you know, the enemy right. trying to eat, keep me from praying because that that's the biggest trick of the enemy. He wants you to talk about it. So I could go every Friday and talk about prayer, mm-hmm. but I wasn't doing it. Yeah, I could go every Friday, encourage everybody to pray, mm-hmm. but I wasn't doing it. Right. And so, um, I, again, maybe day 10 or so of this prayer challenge. I don't know if I heard something on the radio or what, but something said, imagine Jesus is in the room with you mm. in your prayer time. And you're just talking to him and something happened. Yeah. (laughs) I have a great imagination. That's what (laughs) happened. Um, I went into my little prayer spot and I knelt down and I imagined, I couldn't imagine all of Jesus. I could imagine his feet. Right. And I just stretched my hands out and I was so embarrassed and ashamed to look up to him, Mm. look into his face because I was a fraud. I wasn't living a Christian life. I was calling myself a Christian, just going through the motions and whatever exchange between him and I, um, in that moment was life changing, life altering Mm. for me, but also for my family. Um, I connected to him. I plugged into him. I made promises. I'm still walking in those promises. He made promises to me that he's fulfilling still even to this day. And so that moment of really touching him. And now when I pray, I try to do that. I try to imagine he's my best friend now. The more time I spend with him, the more time I want to spend with him. And that's what I try to treat it as, uh, that connection. And so the long story short of how prayer changed my life was I found a way to consistently, that's the key here. Mm -hmm. I don't always pray an hour. I don't always pray more than five minutes. It is what it is. Um, I don't set a time anymore. I said, I want to spend time with Jesus right. and I want to connect with him. And so that's the secret to my only, I, I'm no prayer guru. I, I know nothing about except for what my own experience is. That's what I try to do. So there was I don't a, set a time limit. Right. I try to connect to him. Yeah, There was a, a, a preacher. I, I, I want to say it was brother JT Pugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he made the statement. Um, and if I, if I think, I do think it was him. But he would say that he would get up in the morning and he would sit at their breakfast table with he and his wife. And he would look at the empty chair and he'd say, say, Jesus, I'm glad you're here this morning. (laughs) Right. And I kind of took that into context of my own life, you know, in relation Mm -hmm. to what you're saying about, you know, uh, basically making space for him. Yes. And so when I'm in the truck on the way to work or Mm -hmm. wherever I'm going, Mm I'll you just sit down sitting with you, yeah. and I'll look over the passenger seat. And <laughs> yeah. if there's something on it, my hat, glasses, 
I'll say, excuse me, Lord, I'm sorry. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll move that stuff and I'll be like, Make and I'll pat the him. seat. Yeah. I'll pat the seat and be like, this is your seat, Lord, right here. Uh, right. And, uh, and I'll start having that conversation with him. Yeah. But yeah. the key, the key thing that you said that I think is the most important is the consistency, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Anything that we do, it's got to be consistency. Yeah. It's, it's something I talked to Danielle about when it comes to the podcast. We have to yeah. be consistent, mm-hmm. right? right? It's anything that we do, reading our Bible, prayer, it is all going to have an effect on on your mind, yeah, that's true. your yes. heart, your spirit. It's going to have an effect on everything. Consistency is key, mm-hmm to any success. Yeah. Well, you know, right. Brooke, we had done that Bible study, uh, for fervent by Priscilla Schreier. Yes. And I, I, I don't know why, maybe this is kind of where my point was that even if I just, there was a sentence in there that said, just make an appointment and show up. Like show you up. don't yes. have to, like you said, you don't have to have a time limit. You don't have yes. to. And you think about it. If you think about it with like your friends, like, you don't, yes. when you call them, you're not like, I'm going to talk to them for 30 minutes, you know, right. Right. <laughs> or my That's husband's home. Happens. I'm going to talk to yes. him for 10. Well, some people might say when their husband comes home, I'll give him five minutes of my time, but yeah, you just, you just show up, make that appointment right. and show up. I know when I get up in the morning, I, that's, I just, I have learned, I don't know why, I don't know how I started doing this, but I just, he's who I talk to first in my mind. And yes. I just thank him. And, you know, cause I already know the day is going to get busy right. and I have, you know, I'm trying to set good habits when it comes to putting him first, putting him in right. place first. So yeah. yeah and that's, that's something awesome. I appreciate about you is that you're just, you're real, you're true, you're you're yeah. open. Yes. I just, you're transparent. Yeah. And that's something we all need as in a Christian friend, honestly. Yeah. It's nice to know that I'm not perfect. You're right. not perfect. Right. And if I'm Wait, pretending on, to be perfect, <laughs> you, you're not perfect. No, if I'm pretending to be perfect, <laughs> it makes room where you really feel like you're failing all the time, not mm-hmm. attaining something that I have where when we're genuine and real to each other, we can right. say, comfortably say i'm not doing it all right help me i can help you let's help each other right we didn't didn't get to this place overnight like we had to go through have to go through things you know like when (laughs) we like when we see we we know somebody that we all um i don't want to say her name but we know we have somebody that we always say i want to when I grow up, you always say this. When I grow up, yes, I want to be, like, be her. like her. And uh-huh. I, I'm sure she went through things, you know. We just didn't yes. either we didn't see yeah. the things or we right. didn't um she just figured we things. She has figured things out. And yes. I know one of her big things was her prayer life and her Bible right. reading. She does the same thing, I think, every morning and every morning. And yes. that's how maybe where she got where she is, you know, and that's yes. I think you have to create those habits to Absolutely. To, to grow up and be like her. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm so thankful for, for your friendship because I, oh, I yes. have, you know, you just keep me grounded. <laughs> you don't even yes, know it. You have, don't even know it. It's one of the things we have to be accountable to each mm-hmm. other. Right. That's the, an accountability part are so important. Our little Bible study group that we do mm-hmm. so important yes. because it makes you show up. Right. You could have excuses, but when you're accountable to someone, it makes those excuses go away. So oh, for sure. Good. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that testimony, but, yeah. uh, we so, have, real, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to say this. Have you ever seen the, 
I think it's the the painting of the Sistine Chapel with God and Adam, right? It's on the ceiling. No. Yes. Okay. So, well, Molly um, says no, but maybe. You, you know oh, wait, what I'm are they touching about. fingertips or well, something? Fingers. Yes. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I've seen that. And I, and I love that painting, mm-hmm. right? Because it yeah. it just it to me, it really describes the human nature mm-hmm. and God's nature. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. when you look at the image, God has His finger outreached as far as He can yeah. go. Right. He is reaching out. And it's not that God has a limit to reaching out, but this kind of shows it. Adam is kind of barely like he's he's got his arm. It's rested on his knee. Mm -hmm. He's lackadaisically reaching out to God. His finger, his Mm -hmm. wrist is not fully extended. His finger is not fully extended. He's just like, okay. prayer is the full extension Mm -hmm. of man. To touch a God that is already fully extended, fully yeah. committed. Right. And that's that's what I love. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that Sistine Chapel painting was done by somebody who, you know, I think it was Michelangelo. Yeah, I think so. Um, but there's, I don't know that he was actually apostolic. But, if, yeah. but that's not the point. The point is prayer, right? And wanting to yeah. touch God and being yeah. fully extended, fully committed. And, and I do want to say this, that when we when we make an appointment, when you were talking about making that mm-hmm. appointment and that and Bible study up. fervent, right? Just showing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's two points I want to make. One is God doesn't charge us a no-show fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? yeah. But we do end up suffering the consequence of not showing up. Right. Whether it be Absolutely. a hard yeah. day, a rough day, yeah, or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the other thing is, is that God says, okay, you didn't show up, but my day, my day is free. Mm-hmm. Really, you're making sure. the time for yourself, not for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm here whenever you we need can, me. We can reschedule. Right. <laughs> and, and you missed your appointment, but you, we can reschedule. It's okay. Yeah. And he's so faithful to do that, mm-hmm. to yes. be readily available. And and again, that, that shows that we need to be the same way, right. whether it be with him or it be with others. Mm-hmm. Like today, Brooke, I had this, this guy that I had... Uh, that the Lord had me plant a seed with mm-hmm. uh, yeah. months and months ago. And I did, and I never heard anything back. And this morning he messaged me. He's wow. like, hey, I, I need some spiritual guidance. I need some help. Yeah. I need to make sure that uh, my wife and I know what to do so that we can make it to heaven. Mm. Right. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. so I told, I, uh, at first I was like, well, I can be free at this time and this time. I'm like, and I was talking to my mom and excuse me i was talking to my mom and all of a sudden it was like the lord said you need to free up your schedule be free now yeah and i was like okay so i told him i was free well he still wanted to stick to the appointment (laughs) but the point is that he knows that i'm free anytime he needs and we just need to be like that available yeah exactly sure exactly so in your prayer life really you know Mine does not is not a reflection of yours, but it goes right. to the same point, right? And yours yeah. is not a reflection of mine. But what about somebody who doesn't necessarily really? They think they have a prayer life, yeah. but they are doubting and they question it, right? What What would you tell them? What advice would you give somebody who really doesn't know how to pray, or yeah. maybe they're just seeking to get deeper with God? Yeah. 
Uh, well, the first thing is don't look at what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. This is going to be individual to you and God between you and him and just start praying. Don't talk about it. Uh, don't think about it. Set a time and do it. Just right. start doing it. And don't start with this big grandiose plan. Again, at, in the beginning, when I started uh, that journey of the 40 day thing, I kept thinking I need to pray for an hour or 30 minutes or like I, for whatever reason, a time was set in my mind. Right. Don't set this big giant thing. Set a, a couple of small things, small goals, but make it consistent. That's going to be the key. If you show up, he will show up. Mm -hmm. And the, I said it earlier, the more time you spend with him, the more time you will crave to spend with him. I, I don't know why it works that way. It, it's how it works. The, the longer I know him, the more I want to know about him. Uh, the other thing, ask God to help you. He, he wants to spend time with you. I started praying, Danielle used the word, and I thank you for using the word. You called me a prayer warrior. Mm -hmm. That's the thing I wrote in my journal because I was writing what my goals were to accomplish. I want to be a prayer warrior. I want to be fighting on God's side. I want to be defending the faith and defending my family and standing in the gap for those who aren't strong enough because somebody did that for me before I came along to this point in my life. Mm -hmm. Somebody was fighting for me. Um, the next thing I said it earlier, accountability partner, mm -hmm. get somebody that you trust that's a little further ahead in their walk with God that will hold you accountable and say, let's pray together. You can share your prayer requests with them. That way, when you're weak, there's times in your life where you feel like I can't possibly reach God and maybe you're not touching God. That should be the goal every time we get in prayer is to touch God, to get through all the junk of the world and all the stuff around us and the family drama and the, just all the stuff, the humanity right. and touch God, touch, get to that holy of holies in that place where you're in his presence and all the unrighteousness that we have is covered by his blood and stand boldly before his throne and, and make the connection. It's right. like your cell phone. It has a battery. We have a battery. Mm -hmm. It gets weaker and weaker without prayer. When we plug it into the power and God is where the power is, it's recharged, it's revived, it's renewed. And that's what happens yes. when we get into God's presence. Right. And then find something, I'm using air quotes here, find something, a tool that will help you spend time in prayer. For me, it was the book, I mentioned it earlier, Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson mm -hmm. and Brother Ken Gurley from our organization, the book on prayer. Mm -hmm. Find something, find, uh, there's so many tools out there. Yes. Have your word yeah. with you. When you can't think of your own words, pray the word of God back to him. He said it won't return to him void. He's going to fulfill his word just start doing it and then get in a corporate place of prayer this is how I learned to pray. I listen to what other people are praying. I love Sister Kissel. Uh, went to church with us for a long time. I love mm -hmm. to hear her pray. I loved how her connection with God was and how she was just real when she prayed. She didn't use fancy words, but she used meaningful words and really could touch heaven. So get in a corporate environment where you can pray with other people right. because where two or three are gathered in his name, he's going to be there and you're going to experience something special. Um, 
I, I have so many words, but there's a verse in Jeremiah. I think Danielle shared it with me. It's like God's phone number. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Right. It's become like my life verse right now. Mm-hmm. I have so many issues in my life right now, like things that just walking out life. I said my daughter is about to graduate high school and start college. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having some health issues, just things that are hidden to me. I, I want to say, why God? And really, this is what he's promising me. Right. If I will get in his presence, if I will draw close to him, he will help me walk all of those things. Maybe I won't get an exact answer to why, but he will comfort me. He will strengthen me and just dig into his presence. Mm-hmm. Just start. That's the key. If you want to pray, just start talking to him. Like what Brother Will was saying, if you imagine Jesus in front of you and mm-hmm. you're talking to him, something there's something in that that happens. Right. He, he shows up. He right. has to. His word says, if you call to me, I will answer. I'll I'm answer. going to be there. I'm going to respond to you. Yeah. He's already reaching out to us. That's how I see it. His, like you're saying, this this picture of him already reaching towards us, that's beautiful. He's already reaching towards us. He's waiting here for my appointment every day that I've set for him, whether I show up or not. Exactly. He's here. Right. So yeah. a couple of things. Number one, yeah. y'all have to forgive me. Brooke, you didn't hear it, but I I fat fingered the buttons, and so <laughs> all kind of buttons were going. On. Okay. <laughs> so Oops. so I hope that our listeners will forgive me for interrupting that, but I have fixed that situation yeah. to never happen again. Anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness, there's all kind of silly stuff that happens on this show. <laughs> yeah. But That's the other funny. thing I do want to say is, in regards to that, when you talk about praying the word. Um, that, that is so true. And I think that the book of Psalms is a great place to start a great place to start for me. And we were talking about it a little bit last night. I was talking to my nephew that where I like to be when I start to worship, I mean, I can, I can come into the office, I can start saying, you know, thank you, Lord. and, And I praise you. And, but Nothing really gets me into the presence of God, like either one, sitting down and playing my guitar and Mm -hmm. thinking the words that I want to speak to him and singing them in my head or getting behind the keyboard at the church or whatever and just playing. And then that's when I know that I've entered Mm -hmm. into that presence of the Almighty. And then I walk away from my instrument and then I know where I am. You know, there's something to be said about where David played the harp for King Saul. I believe that David played the harp to set an atmosphere, not just for King Saul, but for anything spiritual to take place. Because the demons had to flee that place, Mm -hmm. not just flee Saul. They had to flee that place Mm -hmm. because that atmosphere was set by David. So I believe that, that, and that's how it works for me. And I agree with you. Find the thing that gets you to that place, yeah. whatever that yeah. might be. Right. I think yeah, that's the thing is different, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. different. Like you're mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to be like you, I'm not you. And what works for you doesn't work. Like for me, right. it doesn't work I don't mean anything. this, it, you are very deep and I'm not that deep. And so, and William's very deep as well. Like you guys are different mm-hmm. kinds of deeps, but sometimes... <laughs> 
sometimes, yeah, sometimes, so sometimes, yeah, there's been times where you like, this book is so good or whatever. Right. And I'm re- I'm like, this is, yeah. this is above my head. Like you just, I don't know. You just get it. Like, I just don't yeah. get it. And so like, I'm very simple minded, I think not that you're not, but I'm just saying that I'm just, I don't know. People have been through different life experiences yes, and, and different education and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah. <laughs> but that's why I'm telling my audience right now, everybody needs to get themselves a brook. <laughs> and, and a book. And a, a book yeah. and a yes, book. Yes, a brook yes. and a book. Because awesome. if you don't have a brook, mm, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. You're in trouble. You're in yeah. trouble. Yes, you're in you deep don't trouble. Have an accountability partner. Yes, everybody yeah. needs a friend like Brooke, and I appreciate you so much. And I'm, I love you. Thank and you I'm, for having me yes, today. Thank I you for coming it. on. How fun! Yeah, yeah I was so was nervous fun. to start. Uh, yeah, see, it's just you're just chatting, and natural. You are. You just really are a natural speaker. <laughs> and you just you have so much wisdom and knowledge and I'm just I could listen to you all day long mm-hmm. <laughs> so. well, that, well I, I can't say that I could or couldn't okay listen to her all day long but I can certainly uh, agree with her in prayer I can certainly mm-hmm. agree with her in spirit it's good uh, stuff. You have yeah. to realize that if she's gonna, if I have to sit down and listen to her all day long, mm-hmm. she's gonna have to listen to me all day long That's too. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so <what? laughs> yeah, then we're all in trouble. I know. Yeah. I'll be. I'll have my headphones on. Just <laughs> using. Uh, well, Brooke, thank you yes, so much. Thank for you being so much. Here. We sure do thank appreciate it. Um, yes, I appreciate we're looking it. forward to uh, what God has for you and your family. Yes. Yeah. So, thank you. Do you have anything that you would like to say at just at the offset of this? Do you have any last words? We just want to give you a couple more minutes just to kind of round things out before we come to a close. No, just if if you're not praying, find somebody, find a, a partner, find someone that will challenge you to mm-hmm. show up because yes. that's the key, the, the consistency of it. Um, I got a puppy. <laughs> we walk every morning and that's my prayer time. And it's what I said. The amazing thing to me is God shows up every single time. Mm-hmm. It's just me and the dog walking, but it's an appointment that I've set each day. So find that thing that works for you. Find mm-hmm. that time. My husband, he commutes several hours into work. That's his time right. before the day gets away because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll set an appointment in the morning and then I'm sorry I set an appointment in the morning because I miss my time here right. and trying to go back to it. And the day just gets crazy. It sure does. Find a way to make it a priority. What I find important, I make time for. I want to read a good book. I make time for it. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't have time in my day, I find it. So what I've made a priority, just making it a priority and then being consistent to it. Don't set yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Set yourself up for being able to do it. If it's a few minutes, that's all you have. Say that's enough for today. God knows what your time looks like, mm-hmm. but give him the best of your time, yes. yeah. undivided time. Right. If you're not setting a time limit, don't give him the garbage of your day. Don't give him the, <laughs> you know, I have this 52 list of things to do mm-hmm. and like give him the best undivided attention yeah. for how much ever time you do have. He already good. takes the garbage of our life. Let's yeah. not give him the garbage of our day. Yeah. I yes. like that. Yeah. I love it. Thank Amen. you so much. Well, yes. thank y'all. We appreciate everything. Um, we uh, are certainly looking forward to releasing this. We hope mm-hmm. that everybody enjoys it. If you enjoyed this this podcast, please hit the, the like button. You know, leave us a five star review. Let us know what you think. 
um, I think we'll have another guest soon. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Do I get to invite the next person? Uh, if you want. Okay. All right. Well, thank y'all for being here with us on Kingdom Voices. God bless you. God bless you all. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>